this is Muffy Bradshaw, and you guys already know. See, Mr. Cherry always mocks me when I do the intro because it's so extra. It's just they, they don't get to see this bright face. Like soon, you guys, soon you guys are gonna see like videos of these shows. Like you guys can really see how this is so organic. You guys have to see the bright face that I look at. Hey. She's just here and she's bright, and this yeah. is her. But what's up, y'all? Everybody, this is y'all know. Y'all know who that is. Y'all know that voice. This is me, man. The smooth sounds of D. <laughs> your your lovely co-host. Yes, yes, yes. So hey, guys, we missed you. Um, I hope that you are all caught up on our episodes. This is episode fifteen, which is insane because I feel like in. fifteen in. And we have some good content today for y'all. I yes. mean, we always have good content. We do. We do. I would like to think. Um, but before we get started, B, like, you know, and I think that, well, first of all, we got a really good response from your excerpt. A yes. lot of people have been messaging us. And so just remind people who haven't seen it yet. People who haven't seen it. Um, so what I did was I thought it would be a good idea as um, I had a new piece that was going into the book that I wrote. Uh, well, correction, I have a new piece that I wrote that's going into the book. Yes. Um, and I wanted to uh, try to see about a different way of kind of going about that. You know, see, you know, seeing as the response from you guys has been, um, you know, spectacular. Yes. I thought it would be of benefit just to go ahead and release it to, you know, our, view, our viewers, the uh, quote-unquote Muffin Beehive. So, yes. Um, I released it out onto the uh, Muffy Bradshaw blog, equally on the... Um, Instagram page. So, if you guys were, you guys took a look at that, and and we got some good responses. So, mm-hmm. um, make sure you check it out. And I'm curious to think like how your paradigm may have shifted. I'm not being dramatic, but mm-hmm. ser- like I said on the last episode, please make sure you read it because I don't want to give it away yet. Like, and we're gonna discuss it more down the line because yeah. B has a book coming out and all that good stuff. So we don't want to give too much away. But it's a piece that really does make you think. And it's it's a challenging read in a good way because you kind of read it thinking that you already have your opinion on what type of person you are, how you are in certain situations. But then by the time it's over, you're like, oh, my God, am I that part? Yeah. yeah. So anyway. what I And what I liked about it is that <laughs> I actually had a, um, a brother reach out to me and, and – it was interesting to hear from him, hear from him, or hear in this perspective. Mm. But what he said was, he was like, you know, I was actually able to read the piece mm. and imagine myself in multiple positions of that piece. Yes. I was able to imagine myself from the perspective of the writer. I was able mm. to imagine myself as as the pers- and I don't want to give too much about the piece away, but mm. he was able to imagine himself as, as a perspective of the writer, mm. as a perspective of the individual holding the power. I feel like that. Was, yeah, I feel like yeah. And imagining himself as the as the uh, power piece. Mm. So uh, that was kind of dope, man. Mm. Just to hear because I don't I don't get a lot of responses from brothers. You know how we are. We we real strong. Like we gotta oh, do better. We oh, gotta you do write, better. Oh, you write poetry. That's what's up, <laughs> man. You know that's where I know people. That right, right. You know, like you know, man. All right, I'll, you I'll could just check like, it out. bro. You could just tell me you like poetry. Like, I'm not about to try to date you. Like, mm-hmm. that don't mean that you like guys. Like, I don't like guys either. So you know, it's whatever. But you know, but it, <laughs> we do what we do, man. But I, um, I appreciated that because I don't, like I said, I don't get a lot of response from mm-hmm. cats unless they are in the industry or right. in in the you right. know in the cohort of people who actually write poetry mm-hmm. and read so it was dope to get it that. was and it's just uh, y'all have to y'all have to read it um it's on 
it's on B's page, it's on my page, it's on the website. Um, and so we also have some other special announcements coming down the line. So make sure that you guys are always on our social media. Yes. Just to five kind of check stars. out. Yes, um, five stars. Make sure you subscribe to the Instagram page. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah. we appreciate y'all. Really, truly we do. We have to say that every episode because you don't have to listen to us. There are thousands of podcasts out you there. You can be anywhere else in the world. Yes. But you're here with us. But you're here with us. Driving. And I thank you for that. Yes. Okay, wait. That's not me. I can't own that. No, I know, but I don't want to embarrass myself, but I oh, think I know where that's from. I need you to know. Is that that's, Hove? Yes. I was so scared I was going to yes. get that wrong. I'm so far removed from, like, top 40. Like, you guys don't understand, like, she don't listen to rap. So <laughs> not that's, anymore, actually, uh, that's actually a big <laughs> thing that she knows that, so I'm happy about that. Now, I will say listeners... I do like I'm more of an old school Kanye. Like I was a freshman in college. Come on, like like you got that Jay Z line is pre. That's, that's high school. That's pre Kanye with the Chloe glasses. I remember, like okay. you know, I remember. Bye. So I do, but again, I'm far removed from it now. I feel I like it. my parents. You know how your parents are like I don't see how you listen to that. But when we were younger. Yeah. I'm now my parents, where I'm like I don't see how y'all listen to that. It's that's so true. weird. Full circle. But anyway. <laughs> I get you that. I'm so excited about this episode, you guys. So anyway. I hope you guys are doing well. Um, B, any updates? How you been? You been good? I've been good. Right? Um, yeah, I've been good. I'm in the lab, man. I've been. Uh, I've got some fire lit up under me. Um, I'm in the lab, so I'm excited we, for. We're just all trying of to push. Things. Yeah, I'm man. I I got a lot. I got a lot up under me, man. And I, I again, like, I have to tip hats off to uh, Miss Bradshaw, man. She's the <laughs> ultimate. Um, fire <laughs> she's but, ultimate mm. fire to be lit but you know what i mean i just appreciate that because again we all need an accountability partner yes, so she definitely too. is my creative accountability partner to Ooh, help me like push this uh yeah you know creative accountability part i like that if, we, if you coin it just make sure you give cap. me some credit you know your cap boom that's awesome i love it i love it so yeah man she um definitely has been there so other than other than that, man, you know, my little my little dude's teething. Oh, he is so cute. And he has dimples, you got. Like, when I tell oh, you, like, he, like his, oh, he is a gem. Like, he is so precious. Like, oh. He is so bad. Don't say that. No, 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 no. He's so So, cute. he is 10 months. 10 Where months. is the time that? going? Can you believe it? He is 10 months. He is crawling, like, speed crawling. He's 10 months. 10 months. He has four oh, teeth. That are coming in, two so in the top, sweet. two in the bottom, and he bites. Does he? He bites. He just wants some sensory. He has sensory needs. No, no, no. See, I, the, <laughs> the typical kid wants has has sensory needs. Let he, me tell you a story. So I am with him, and I um, you know, I was spending some time with him, and I'm trying to put him to sleep. This mm. uh, <laughs> dude, he didn't want to go to sleep. Don't want to go to sleep. Not you. Still not talking. He, he's, mm-hmm. he's babbling, giving you the whole dad, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. whatever. So. But he didn't want to go to sleep. He was mm-hmm. turned up all day. We drove far. We drove. We drove a lot. Of, we drove a long little way. We took a road trip. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm putting him to sleep. He don't want to go to sleep. So I actually like I'm laying down with him. I'm holding my arms. I'm like, no, go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep. He looks at me and I'm like, no, mm-hmm. go to sleep. Mm-hmm. He, he looks at me, mm-hmm. <laughs> bright eyes, no smiles, stone cold facial mm-hmm. expression, and he goes, da 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 da. Like <laughs> I'm not listening to nothing saying, what you're right. saying, right? So I'm like, I start laughing like, no, you playing games. Dude, I'm not playing with you. So I roll him over. I lay him on my chest, mm-hmm. right? So I lay him on my chest. And I got my arms wrapped around him, mm-hmm. laying him close to mm-hmm. me. So I'm like, he can feel me breathing, all that, go mm-hmm. to sleep. So he starts getting ready to go to sleep. He's turning his head back and forth, mm-hmm. back and forth. Fighting it. 
fighting it, man. This dude picks his head up, Mm-mm. looks at me, smiles, Mm-mm. puts his head down, like buries his head into Mm-mm. my chest, bites my nipple. <laughs> no, he didn't. Bites my nipple. But I hope he listens to this when he gets like 18 <laughs> and he gets embarrassed. You did this. Son. You did this to me. And, but he did it, and he looked at me and laughed. Oh, you see? He did it on purpose. You know what? Ten no. months old. How do you, like, ten months old? Ridiculous, man. That's my boy. That's that me. That's my son. is hilarious. Ridiculous. He will fight. Sensory needs. But you know what? And the thing is, I'm the same way. I don't bite nip. Wait. Whoa. This I is am last... the same way in a sense. <laughs> y'all, y'all unplug it. Plug your ears, you guys. Mom, don't listen to this. So now we're gonna have to put another explicit label on our dark oh, cheese. <laughs> so I, I'm the, <laughs> I'm the same way as far as fighting my sleep. I fight sleep for whatever reason. I fight sleep. Me too. Like I did so. It will be twelve one in the morning. I gotta be at work at eight thirty. Oh god. I will fight my sleep as if I'm missing something. Ugh, I know. I'm the same way. So it's I like it. I can't be too mad at him because he get it from me. So are you a night? Yes. So what time do you typically go to bed? One. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm about 12.31, unfortunately. And I don't. I have to be at work at 8.15. And that's uh, it's just a struggle. And just I'm like my punctual, mind doesn't yeah. go to sleep. My mind doesn't go to sleep. My body can be dead tired, oh, but my mind, doesn't. my mind will not go to sleep. I'm yeah. always thinking about something. Always. I can see that. I could definitely see that. Um, and speaking of thinking... Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have some good uh, thought provoking. Here we go. Look at that segue. I'm getting better, right? Look at it. <laughs> Look at it. We're gonna have some good thought provoking um, topics. They're actually simple topics. Simple. They're pretty cut and dry. It's a pretty simple topic. Pretty cut and dry, but they're still compact. Yeah. There's a lot of things to unpack. So. B and I were talking off air, and we kind of alluded to this a little bit in our last pod, and and this goes for you all too, like our listeners. We were talking about attraction and what that may mean. And off air, I was telling B, you know what? I don't know if I've like always been attracted initially to um, people that I may have like dated or been in relationships with. And it got me to thinking, are we, have you ever dated someone you weren't attracted to? And I'm like, B's making a kind of a face here. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, it's not even a kind of a face. <laughs> B's it's making a, a face. It's all the way face. And so, B, did you, like, so, and I want to, yeah, I want to get just... your response, like, what, so, and again, like, and we referenced this on the last pod, how, like, we may not necessarily have a, ty- a physical type now that we're older. Remember we said that last mm-hmm. time? Mm-hmm. But we still need to be attracted in some way. Now, here's my thing with that. I... Physical attraction and just being attracted to the person are different. Uh, They're different in the sense of they are not, they are not mutually exclusive. I mean, I feel like if I'm attracted to the person, Mm -hmm. I'm of the I'm of the group, so I have to separate because sometimes she, you know, she try to she tries to find some way to bait you into her thought process. I am of the. I am of the. The one that tried to determine that was a lie. <laughs> I am of the population of individuals who feels that, um, within attraction in its totality, 
there is a level of physical attraction that, that I believe must be present. First, before anything. Before anything. If, if we're speaking in the sense of, after I find you attractive, there is then the potential desire that I have interest of some romantic nature. Now, I find people, <laughs> I find people attractive who I'd have no desire to have a romantic nature in that way, but I may just find your energy attractive. I may find you, I may find being around you and spending time with you, it attracts me to want to do that more. But it doesn't mean that I want you in any type of way other, outside of just wanting to feed that attraction. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking in the mm-hmm. sense of I find you attractive in 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 a I desire you type of a sense. Like a sexual way? Sexual, intimate, what have you. Mm-hmm. Then you must, in my opinion, and for me and mine. <laughs> <laughs> for me and mine, that needs to be a hashtag. For me and mine. I need to have some level of physical attraction. Like physically, you need to be appealing to me. And I'm not, I promise you, like, I'm not playing semantics, but I want to get a clear understanding. She playing semantics. No, I'm not. So, like, so are you saying that there needs to be a physical feature on some on someone not that a, you need? Because that, so that's my thing. So not it's a like. feature. So I guess this is where I'm a little, this is why it's great for me. Because mm-hmm. you may not physically, I may not physically be attracted to you. And I may not like think of, and I've, this has never happened to me, but I hear a lot of stories where people may work with each other. And I'm in a profession where I don't really work with a lot of like men. And, but I've heard like a lot of people say that, Oh my goodness, this is someone I worked with when I first saw this person, I was not even attracted, but because we spent so much time together, he or she is a great person. I developed an she. attraction. Now let me ask you this. I'm be. I'm, I'm curious. It really has been both. I Are you serious? You, yes. I'm not, and I'm not saying that just to make a point. Wow. Now, in all fairness, um, see, so you're not going to believe me now. But in all fairness, it really has been men more. You're not initially attracted to the person, and because you spend so much time with that person, you get to see the person's personality. There is an attraction that develops. What? Okay, B, this is a podcast. We can't be silent. I don't even know how Look, to... he's looking at me like... I don't even know hmm. how to respond to that. I can't associate a meme with that face, but he's like staring at me like, what? Like, I what, love? I just don't like, what? know how I feel about that because I don't personally, and maybe I just know... I, I Well, I do know a lot of shallow guys, but... It's a whole other thing. <laughs> it's a whole other thing. But I just don't know many men that have identified or 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 verbally communicated that they did not find a significant other attractive initially yet desired to move forward with the pursuit of them either aggressively or you know somewhat passively Knowing that they identified, <laughs> you should see these looks. Knowing that they identified right that they were not a physically attractive, I've never experienced that. But B, so and I, this is not—I swear to you—it's not a debate. But I'm trying to get an understanding because I'm going to say my piece in a little bit. Mm. So you don't feel like 
you may look at someone, you don't see the initial attraction. You just may see a person. I don't know. That's the best way I could explain it. You're not attracted to the person. I guess you would lean on the continuum of just not being attracted, okay? But maybe getting to know that person, where you're around that person all the time, and maybe you look at that person differently. Like, at, at first glance, let's even say, let's even make it plain. If you saw this person on an online dating site, or you'd be like, oh my God, you would swipe or you would ignore whatever but over time you get to know the person on a different level and he or she becomes attractive in a different sense he or she their personality yeah becomes attracting attractive yeah and then I've, i've become very fond of them based on their personality right so then their personality may take precedence and then other things may fall into place as far as physical attraction you may look at the person differently wow i never noticed that this person smiles this way that's actually kind of cute Mm-mm. i don't believe in it you don't no you don't think because I, I do I don't I'm sorry no 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 and that's fine but I'm just saying just circumstantially do you feel like that could happen and that's yes. fine that's you like no, no, of course no, that's not I get I it like you wouldn't be attracted that, to someone I definitely I believe it. that that could happen I definitely believe okay. that there there are people who you know I believe that that can happen with and too I just I don't that's fair you don't, don't have to defend that that's yeah, fair like, I just don't know a space of where I see a person. I initially do not believe I've I've either said to myself or in whatever way Mm -hmm. that I don't find them physically appealing. I then spend time with them, like in like a work situation, work situation, situation or project, Mm -hmm. or some like you know um, volunteer project, Mm -hmm. what have you. Mm -hmm. If I'm you know around them, I'm seeing them on some type of consistent basis. My initial seeing them, I'm like, oh, I don't find them attractive. Mm Physically, I later then spend more time, more time. Oh, okay. Well, you know, hey, she's funny. Oh, she's witty. Oh, she's ambitious. Oh, she's a, you know, she's aggressive. Oh, she's, you know, sarcastic. Oh, okay. I, I actually am kind of fond of her as a person. You know, she, oh, well, you know what? Now that I realize that, yeah, I actually am kind of fond of her as a person. Maybe, no, her, <laughs> her smile isn't that bad, you know? <laughs> oh, no, you know what? Well, <laughs> I'm so... That's not nice. We're keeping it real, though. We we made but a pact. You know, be, be keeping it fair. real. It's like that's you know, fair. hey, look, you know, maybe her smile isn't that bad. You know, mm-hmm. hey, maybe her hair isn't that bad. You mm-hmm. know, because these are things that if 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 we're being real and <laughs> being transparent, if if these weren't issues initially, then or correction, I I I have identified them as being problematic for me initially if I looked at her initially and said you aren't attracted I'm not attracted my inside in in my mind I probably listed these things as why I got you okay no that's fair um but not but but that's fair for me um I actually have dated someone that I was not initially attracted to I have. I, and I need to hear how. Okay. So I'll tell you guys how. You guys can't tell anybody, okay? Don't tell anybody, <laughs> Um. So, and this is, and I don't know, and I don't really like to polarize a lot of things, but I think that maybe, and chime in, guys, I think it may be different for women. Uh, it is, absolutely. Because um, women, think, I think, have a very, women have a very good imagination even know for me if it's imagination i think that it's more so 
and I don't even want to call it lenient because I feel like sometimes leniency is equated to being weak and I'm not weak, but, um, I'm just a little more forgiving with what I initially may have expected as far as like physical things. Right. I said that very nice in a very nice and neat way. But so anyway, so I dated someone that I was not attracted to initially. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that he was not attractive. He actually was attractive. I just wasn't attracted to him in that way. However, because but that's what? different. Yes, because you you agreed that he was attractive. Yes, but just like you made the point, you're attracted. You think someone's attractive, but you're not going to pursue anything with them. I mean, there's just not that innate desire to be like, hey, I want to pursue things with you. Same for me. Like you're attractive. I think women are attractive. I'm not gonna like. I'm not romantically or sexually attracted to a woman. And if you are, you guys, that's fine. Hey, we're very liberal on the show. I mean, that's not a problem. But, so, I mean, I think you can be attracted to someone, but not have the desire to be with that person. But any, am I boring you? No, I'm... Mr. Cherry is over here cracking his neck. Hey, man. Getting his bearings. I'm just preparing myself. Yeah, because you... Okay. Anyway, so... So anyway, so I have dated someone that I was not attracted to initially, but because he was a nice person and because he did have a lot of things intrinsically that I needed mm. and a lot of the things that I wanted, mm-hmm. I gave, I was a little more forgiving in the sense of, and I kind of forced myself to like the person. It did not work out because it did not go away. I was still unattracted and I still tried to force myself to like this person and there was nothing that I could do or he could do for that to change. Exactly. Um, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, why would we put ourselves in that predicament to date someone that we don't initially find attractive? Because, I mean, when you think about, like, your significant other, like, your man, your woman, like, I want my woman to be someone that I'm like, she is fine. My woman is fine. Yes. So <laughs> I think, but I think that there are a lot of people who may not have been attracted to their mates initially. And because they had some really good qualities that have been like that were redeeming or, or that maybe, um, you know, that were kind of outliers for them. Initially that attraction came. I really do feel like that. There are people who were not attracted to their significant others initially. Now, on my end, there were just things that were just falling by the wayside. So not only was I not attracted initially, things started to chip away. And I was just like, oh, my, it just made everything worse. Because not only am I not attracted to you, everything else is starting to come to a head. So my situation was just a little bit different. But for those people who have a lot to offer... It's just like, you know, man, I didn't really look at you this way, but man, you're a really good person and A, B, and C or whatever, and things fall into place. I think that's very possible, especially in the workplace, because at the workplace, you're with people probably more than your family members. Absolutely. And you develop a bond that no one else can understand when you go home. Absolutely. And you have this connection, and I think that that plays a very significant role in maybe giving someone a chance you wouldn't normally give a chance to has that been me no um and, okay i feel like i'm on a tangent but well no he was still attract. oh never mind he was still i was attract- gonna i was gonna give you another example but i'm not gonna do that so it just depends it depends but i think in order to have a successful relationship attraction has to come into play sometime and that's my biggest thing yes where i'm like i have to yeah it has to come into play now what i can say is just like <laughs> i 
my my most successful situationships relationships have been have have been constructed or or you know been in a way where while they while I found while I found them physically attractive mm-hmm. that wasn't their strongest um, attribute you know so I think that's important for me like no I'm not. I'm not dating people because they're attractive. Right. It wasn't just about looks for you. Exactly. It was just the thing that kind of got them it's the in thing the door. That, it's the thing that got them in the door. It's the <clears> thing <throat> that made me. me look twice. It's like, wow, you are beautiful. Okay. Wow, you are, you know, you have gorgeous eyes. Wow, mm-hmm. you have a beautiful smile. Wow, mm-hmm. you know. It's some of those it's one of those things that really draws me to you because outside of that, like I'm I'm not just around looking for, you know, people who are just beautiful. Like, of course, everybody wants someone that they find, you know, beautiful or handsome or what have you. Yeah, of course. Of but course. it's like, you know, then then you, you but you're looking around <clears throat> as you're looking, you know, people catch your eye based on however they catch your eye. Mm-hmm. So, again, in my strongest, it hasn't though the their physical attributes haven't been the leading um I guess component of our relationship has been that they are a uh, super communicator, you know, or they're they're like very highly driven, mm-hmm. or you know they're you know, ultra nurturer, or they all you're ultra domestic, you know, or something that may something of that nature, you know. What I mean, no, I do know what you mean. Um, have you ever lost attraction? Yes. To someone. Yes, 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 and that's crazy because. Um, I realized that my loss in attraction, which I think a lot of women probably think has to do with like, oh, when I came Physicalities? To yes, they think it's all about... No, honey. It has very little to do... Mm, let me say this. It has very little to do... You better preach. ...with the actual physicality piece of it. Now, I say that lightly because, no, if you if you just jump off the deep end and throw on another 50, 60, and you can't even explain, we can't explain why, that's all in the ball game. You know, that's actually... I've watched you do that, actually, because you ain't put on 50, 60 in two, in two weeks. So, I've been complicit. I have to understand that I, have, I play a part in that. But... <laughs> you know what? But, yeah. but, but... but what what I found is the points in time that I've lost attraction is when there were and I, I know women who have seen this in the very same way is when um, my significant other or the person I was dating started to show me certain qualities that were not as redeeming. You know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe she was confident and, and and she started to lose that confidence. Thus, she started to show a lack of confidence. Example. Um, uh, I, you know, we may have started out a relationship where there was a, you know, a higher level of confidence that she mm-hmm. had either within herself or her position in my life, you know, and then for whatever reason, let's say later down the line, she started to meet relationships and friendships and people and everything, you know, things that I had. Question your intent. You know, and not, maybe not even necessarily question my intent, but, but as you continue to become more and more privy to my past. You start to think, okay, well, dang, like, you know, these people are close to you. These people have close relationships with you. These people know you in a certain way. I went to H- you, I, I went to HBCU. No further explanation you needed. Know what I mean? yep. Like we got fam- we got family. friends, we got people like to this day, like I could walk on I could walk down the street if I see them, they mm-hmm. running and they jumping on me. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like when you kinda of experience some of those and if you're dating somebody who hasn't experienced that, you you mm-hmm. you bucket HBCU with the fact that I'm Greek as well, like it gets crazy. Mm-hmm. So 
I I understand where you may feel some levels of insecurity, mm-hmm. but if I haven't changed up how I show you who you are, right? I, then you can't hold me accountable for your change in how you feel who you are. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, you finish. You finish your point. Well, so I guess what I was going to say is that essentially they started to, uh, as I started to see the decline in certain levels of confidence and questions, okay, well, who is this and what have you, like what type of relationship is this? Well, obviously y'all have, y'all must still have something like, you know, she still reaches out to you and you've been, y'all been out of school eight, mm-hmm. nine years and mm-hmm. it's like, well, that should have nothing to do with mm-hmm. it. This is a friend. This has been a friend since then. You know, this is a friend. This is a brother sister relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand you may have had a friend or an ex boyfriend or ex boo mm-hmm. who told you he had a brother sister relationship and, and it wasn't. Did, and it wasn't, but right. that ain't got nothing to do with me. So, do you feel like? Okay, no, no, no. It's not. Do you feel like? But so, is it safe to say that insecurity mm. is something that makes you lose Absolutely. attraction? It's so, if we flip that. A woman who can maintain her confidence despite your external relationships is something that will sustain the relationship. A woman who can always maintain her confidence mm-hmm. is is going to maintain, and, and I say maintain it in a way that's authentic, you know. Not fronting and not then taking front- your phone exactly. like... That's exactly. real. That's exactly. real, and no, I and that's for that's for men too. That's exactly. That's like, for that's, that's for people that's for sure. So unattractive, man. Like, oh mm-hmm. my god, it is so mm-hmm. unattractive, and it's hard to get that back. To your earlier point, it is hard to get it back. But you know what? I do respect. I do respect someone, man or woman, who can come to you and say, "Baby, this made me feel uncomfortable. Can you help me understand?" Exactly. I do respect that. And if we have that dialogue, first of all, I appreciate you being honest with me and I appreciate you feeling comfortable enough to share your authentic feelings that make you look insecure, you know, and the feelings that may make you look kind of like, "Oh my goodness." So I appreciate that, but to your point, you know, but people have to realize that our relationships or your your husband or wife or girlfriend or boyfriend's relationships are independent of you in a sense of they shouldn't define your worth or they shouldn't define how you look at the relationship in itself. Because if I'm already questioning you, that means there's just a disconnect there. And that has nothing to do with the person you're with. You really have to look Internally. at yourself. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, I can appreciate the dialogue. If someone would come to me and be like, baby, this kind of made me feel uncomfortable. Can you just help me? understand what's going on versus hey i'm good and then taking your phone or you know creeping on your instagram comments or whatever it may be right i can appreciate that so you can't be like i'm good but you're not really good you're not really good so what else so insecurity (sighs) insecurity man (sighs) honestly so that's the main thing that that's has made the, you lose attraction? That's, that's a big deal to you then. That's the best, the main thing. Because I'm not the guy that's like, oh, you're throwing a couple pounds. Or, you know, maybe you get stressed out so acne starts to come. Or, you know, you, I'm not, I'm, you know, you lose your job. I'm not mm-hmm. that person. You know, like, I'm, I'm a writer. Matru- yeah, it's maturity. It's, I think it's a maturity yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a maturity thing, mm-hmm. man. Like, the little stuff, the little stuff, the things that are tangible, like, you mm-hmm. can, you can fix that. You can, you can, we can drop the weight. I'm, I'm a, well, let's work out. Let's mm-hmm. go run. Let's, you know, 
let's do what we need to do, man. I, if it's if it's about work, I'm I'm in the trenches with you. Mm-hmm. If I hear right. something, we go. I'm 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 bubbling it up to you. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to work this together because we're gonna work this as a team. Right. You know, but I can't help you be secure with who you are. I can give you reasons for you to find and, and take security in, but I can't instill that within you. you no. know, like like the, that's self work. Um, that's self work. Exactly, it's not man. yeah, like, that's self work. It's for funny, sure. but Cat Williams, he said it himself. Where like, is you Cat? know, I mean probably locked up. Where is Cat Williams? Probably I haven't heard up, him man. in the tabloids in a minute. He was, he was hating on um what's her name for a while. Oh Haddish. Yeah, he was hating on Tiffany Haddish and then I had, he went off the grid, but she probably had him body. But um <laughs> Cat Williams said, Cat Williams said a while ago, man, self-esteem is the esteem of yourself. It is. It's the steam. You know, I can't make, I can't grow that. I can't like plant that. I can't, I can't create that within you. I can give you the stimulus for you to feed Mm -hmm. off of. You can say the right things. You can do the right things. You can do, but it's not, it's not about external forces. It's always intrinsic. Always. That's why it's called self-esteem. Exactly, man. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, have I ever lost attraction? I feel like women lose attraction in men much more frequently than, and I know. And the crazy thing is, a lot of the reasons why I already know. I have lost attraction. Yeah. And this is kind of embarrassing for me because people are going to be like, talk about it. I I lost attraction. Um. I don't know. I just, I just really get turned, not even turned off. It's so much deeper than being turned off. Like it's not a turn. It's just like I'm just not attracted to to you anymore. Well, it's a I don't turn wanna... off though. It's a form of turn off. You're right. I feel like turn off is like the precursor, and then just like not being attracted to the person it's as a larger, whole is yeah. like <laughs> I don't know. That's just how I kind of envision it. Maybe not. But um, my thing is, you just. Lack of communication, not being able to articulate yourself, bamboozling me. But did like, they, were they able to communicate before and then they just stopped being able to do so or stopped showing desire to do so? I, they were initially able to communicate effectively, um, but, I still, but eventually it started to trail off. Mm. I feel like it was just the person was just doing a lot to, like, gain my attention and just kind of, like... Uh, get in the door so to speak uh-huh. and then you start to see the real person mm-hmm. and that's my thing please be real with me like I believe it or not I'm like this 24-7 you guys I have my moments but when you when you know me this is truly me and I, I take pride in that so my expectation is the same thing for whoever I'm with and if I if I know that you are not authentically yourself because you were trying to like get me quote unquote that's terrible like you're gonna how first of all you're treating yourself because that's not who you are right and you're cheating me so i think that was the time when i was just like whoa like the total antithesis of like anything that i would ever date any person i would ever date um so yeah that's pretty much it we hold it down like we women we like i think it physical like there are so many things that i feel like we put up with physically and i don't like to be general or generalize but i feel like we have a little more leeway than men do i do you feel like what we have a little more leeway with you guys and what i feel like i have more leeway than you do when you in what way um you know i'm not here for now i'm here for all the smoke was i'm i'm here for and how how what way um 
it depends. It's circumstantial. Oh, okay. It's- <laughs> That's what you're not going to do. It's circumstance. What you mean? First of all, what you That's mean? That's what you're not going to do. What? We. You. What? What? We. I think that. And you said it. Like, we. I think that we give you guys a little more leeway as far as just, like, physical, like, things that we may not be attracted to. We may work with you guys a little bit more. I do. I really feel that way. Hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. Anything? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I agree with that. That's okay. I don't know if I agree with that in the sense of, and I, I guess when I'm looking at it, and, or I'm hearing that, I'm thinking in the sense of a woman saying, "You know what? This man does not necessarily have all of the physical components that I I would have preferred." However, I think success takes plays a component. And I'm going to be honest, not necessarily for me, but statistically, look it up. This is like a scientific, well, it's really more like a case study. Um, Money and income plays a huge role. It does. And it does not sound good, but it really truly does. For what? Attraction. Like a woman could, this is, you guys, seriously. A woman could find a man more attractive because of money and. Of course. That's that's like an, uh, yeah. So that's why I'm like, we physically. We give you more leeway physically than you guys would us. And I'm telling you, a big determination of that is a man's income. That's true. It sounds really effed I up. I absolutely do not agree. Do not disagree. Oh, okay. That. So you can't contest that point I just made. Well, no, because of, because of that <laughs> in and of itself. Okay. Yeah, that's like an easy point. Like that's, so, you know, physically I'm talking about. But I guess I think of it even following that same premise, like, or that same thought. Because if we look at it in the sense of men don't necessarily need a woman to have a certain level of income or to have a certain level of status, I feel like we are more open to her, you know, bringing in these different things because it may not necessarily be mm-hmm. physical, a physical thing that she's missing or lacking in, but we can know that there's some in, there's some internal things that she's lacking. Oh, for sure, absolutely. And we and we know that. And we put up with that. Yeah. Because she's beautiful. Be, or she's got some potential. She's got some promise. I ain't going to lie. Brothers will sit down and be like, look, yeah, you know, it's going to be a bit of promise. a project. It's going to be a bit of a project, but, you know, it's, it's got, this one has some promise. I believe that 100%. Absolutely. That, so, that, that happens. Yeah, of course. Right. So we look, we look, we saying, hey, look, you know, yeah, divorce, recent divorcee. You know, got a couple kids, but you know, like you know, she's a she's a smart person. She's beautiful. She's funny. she's beautiful. She's a smart person. I mean, baseline, she can't be unattractive. So number one is she's beautiful. Beautiful. She's a smart person. She's a smart person. She's funny. She's um she she takes good care of her kids. She takes good care of me. You know, okay. I can I can I can fill in the blanks. So let me ask you this. Have you ever gotten heartbroken by a woman you, well, just in general. I'll just leave it super general and I've ask you. I've gotten my heart broken twice. Okay. And this is my struggle with heartbreak because I was saying off air. <laughs> and listen, y'all, turn me up. Turn me up. So, and B was like, well, Mel, have you ever gotten your heart broken? And I'm like, you know what, B? I don't know. Like, I struggle with that. Is it? Heartbreak, or is it my ego being bruised? And I think... (laughs) Mm, Even to hear it again. Is it heartbreak, or is it ego? And listen, you guys, listen. (sighs) Like, honestly, B, if I'm being just 100% candid with you all, 
I truly and unequivocally believe that most times it was my ego. Mm -hmm. I do because because you ain't really love people. You don't really love nobody. Would you just be that was so hurtful? How could you ever say that to me? But it's true. (laughs) Um, Um. So you're right. So it it was it was ego because. Heartbreak to me is when I don't even know how to explain heartbreak. How would you even how would you even explain a heartbreak? Oh, um, heartbreak is crippling. Mm. Heartbreak That's a is, really good definition. Heartbreak is crippling. Like heartbreak is literally to feel as if something that was inside of you mm. what has been removed. Mm. Was, and as it was removed, it wasn't done delicately. It wasn't done in the sense of they took it out, sold you back up, gave you some morphine. It was literally ripped from you and taken away and left you mm, in a space terrible. to have to. It, it hurts so bad that Jeez. I don't wish it on anybody. Oh my um, God. It, it is one of the Perfect. hardest things I've ever ever experienced wow. I mean you really explained that very well I felt that when you were saying that yeah. like it is it's, it's tough man um the first time I got my heart broken and I can just be real with y'all first mm. time I got my heart broken I was in college um nice. met this girl um she <laughs> met this girl and kind of, wow I almost forgot about this met this girl in college um she was dating this guy mm-hmm they were both from the area. Um, they both came to college together. Mm. So while they were dating, you know, you can t- kind of tell that he 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 was, you know, new er- new, and new to the college. Whole lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, it's like oh, these some new faces, what have you. So mm. they broke up. Mm. Um, she was chasing after him for a little while, and I guess she got tired, what have you. Mm. Um, I pulled up on her. And we ended up kind of talking, exchanging numbers, and hit mm-hmm. it off. Hit mm-hmm. it off. I mean, talked all the time on the mm-hmm. phone, spent a lot of time together. Got to the point of, like, loves, expressing, like, you know, hey, I love you. You know, mm-hmm. I love you, too, this and third. Um, I never forget, man. She came to my apartment, mm-hmm. knocked on the door. She walked, uh, I had a I had a, uh apartment with two of my best friends. Um, she knocked on the door. I wasn't, I was in my room doing homework. I had my door mm-hmm. closed. I was upstairs. She knocked on the door, and I guess she when she walked in, she was crying. So I kind of remember hearing one of my boys saying, like, are you okay? And she just walked up the stairs, walked to my room, closed the door, and I looked up. Mm. She was crying. I'm like, yo, what happened? You mm. know, what's going on? What's going on? Long story short, she was like, um, I can't do this anymore. Oh, my god! And I'm like, you can't do what? And she was like, I can't do this anymore. She said these exact words to me. She was like... I love you, but I don't know if I could potentially withstand any pain that I could receive from you. Wow. But what I do know is that what I've experienced with him, I can handle. What? And I would rather handle and deal with the potential of that then move forward in the unknown of what I can experience with you. Are you serious? That is heavy. Crazy. College. That is heavy. Not only did it tear me up, I was writing a paper. 
Oh my gosh. I'm like, how am I supposed to finish this paper after that? You gonna mm-hmm. drop that on me? Like, come on now. Did y'all talk after that? We talked. Um, we guys friends or just we tried to remain and maintain some type of friendship uh, mm, 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 but I just could never look at her the same way you know we we, you know how you normally do like you get older mm, out of college mm-hmm. you try to see you know things still are there it was like you know stuff was still there for a little while but so you guys were kindled for a little bit mm, we tried mm, that's we tried. tough Oh yeah. my god, that's a good. I was on the edge of my seat with that one. That was hard. That was tough, man. Um, that's heartbreak. That, that is was, heartbreak. That was heartbreak. Sure. And I was so young, and I was just so yeah. confused, and I didn't know. Did that change how you looked at relationships moving forward? Um, I just, I, uh, and that's crazy because I, I'm a very um, yeah. free flowing and uh, courageous lover. Can you explain that? That's a, that's a good word. A what does cor- courageous mean? I'm like, a courageous lover, meaning in a sense of I love without necessarily having all of the context there. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of put it all out on the table. I put it kind of put it all on the table. Like, hey, look, this as I continue to get to know you, I don't, I may not necessarily have it all or know it all or whatever the case may be. But what mm-hmm. I do know is this: the more time that I spend with you the more that I feel this and it feels somewhat complete. It didn't, I don't, I mean, I don't know at all, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm a pretty good judge of character. Like mm-hmm. I don't love everybody. Uh, I do kind of love everybody, but, uh, but I think that's such a good quality B because like some, like, I feel like we're like, and so, but I'm like the opposite. Mm-hmm. And I think that's amazing that I, you could be so courageous. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's like, it's hard for me, but I'm working. I think because, working we, on it. I think because when we think of love, we think of it like, Marriage. Well, I think we think of love, we think of marriage, which is great because it should be present in both. You know, if I'm mm-hmm. married to you, I should love you. If mm-hmm. I love you, you know, to a certain degree, that I should marry you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you can still love people and not marry them. You can still love somebody and not know what it looks like. Like I, I know that I can like you. I know I like you a lot. Mm-hmm. I know, like I really can't see I, I know that i really can't see myself not spending time with you at this mm-hmm. point in my life mm-hmm. i know that when i think of certain like things that you know i see on maybe tv or mm-hmm. you know social media or i hear it in church or what have you you come to mind like i feel like that's something different that's a different level so you're very in the moment i'm very in the moment and see someone like me who's not i'm learning though because Gosh, y'all. I feel like we're telling all our business Talk tonight. Talk about it. But there is someone that I I don't know. What does seeing mean to you guys? For me, someone that I'm seeing means someone that I'm interested in, but there aren't, we're not in a relationship right. or anything like that. But there's someone that I'm seeing. That you've taken interest in. That I've taken interest in. And, and what the, Yes. Yeah, exactly. Period. Now. This is that's new for me because to me I would have to <laughs> I don't know like my dad's an engineer so I just envision like this visual. He's blue- an engineer. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> that is the most interesting man. I Thank know. you. You know I love my daddy and my mommy too, but I I love I love y'all know I love my parents. Oh, engineer. Yeah, he is. He Trumpet is. playing. Mm-hmm. Engineer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Smoothest mm-hmm. brother I've mm-hmm. seen. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Hey, Daddy. I wish he was my size. I oh. would buy his <laughs> Yes. I love him. I love my parents. I'm so blessed. But 
So I envision like a blueprint. Like I just, I have a blueprint. Nobody is going to match him. I'm so sorry to tell you that. That is a very hard pill to swallow. You not struggle with that? No, but you need to understand that. <sighs> and you know what, B? I, gosh, I don't know if I want to claim that yet, but you, I'm really no, leaning no, no, towards no. that. You need to understand that. Uh-huh. They do not make many of your father. Which and is I a which is that, an B. unfortunate circumstance. I struggle. It's a harsh reality, but it's a very real one. And the earlier that you accept that and understand that, the easier your days will come thereafter because you'll stop necessarily comparing. Comparing. And here's my thing, and I appreciate that realness, and you're right. And I I definitely have struggled with that subconsciously though. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now that I'm becoming, you know, you come one, you become one with yourself and you do like some self work. And I do realize that that was just something that was, I think the underlying issue with some of my relationships. And I would, in a lot of my past relationships, I would just have the sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. I'll be real. And that's, you know, I, I don't think I'm that like that anymore. Um, but moving like in this moment now i do understand that that is a rare that is a rarity my father is a rarity rarity. and your parents are rarity they are they are and but you know what be honestly i still feel like i can have some remnants of it Mm -hmm. and not like scraps because i feel like when i say remnants it's like scraps of what my parents have but I still hold out hope, and you know, it may not look like you know my father per se or my parents' relationship, but I've learned that I need like I have my I know my expectations, and I have what I I have my needs because of my parents. Maybe my wants I won't necessarily get all of them, mm-hmm. but my needs my parents have made clear of what my expectations are moving forward, mm-hmm. and with this person that I'm seeing. Or seeing, and I know he listens to this. He for sure listens to this, Uh-oh. so I have to be careful. We got to give him a name. No, name I know you do. You know I don't like to name people, you guys. But if it's not his real name, what does it matter? Because I don't want because I don't want the pseudonym to the person's going to know that I'm going to keep on like I'm going to refer to this person. So I just rather make it just very general. It's hard to explain. I didn't explain that right, did I? Sure you did. Okay, whatever. But anyway, anyway, so the person that I'm getting to know. Um, he has a lot of those. Getting to know, getting to know. Get it? Oh, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. You gonna sing? You gonna no. sing this Sunday with me? Mm-mm. Okay. Y'all don't got room up there. Uh, <laughs> you see how people, you see how your cousins do? Just pull excuses out of the sky. He has no idea what he's saying. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> What do you say? That was kind of like an inside joke. We apologize. Um, but anyway, so my, <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that you're right. I may not get the carbon copy, but they have definitely set a clear precedent of my non-negotiables, yeah. period. And I'm okay with that. And I'm living in the moment. And I appreciate people like you. And I want to be more like you in the sense of... Just being in the moment. And I think that's very important for people like me who struggle with being in the moment and who struggle with always the what's with with what's next and like the vulnerable vulnerability piece. Yeah. So but yeah. That's dope. I yeah. Um so yeah, I'm gonna think about that heartbreak thing. Um Well let me ask you this question. Do you mm, think that men or women Experience. Do you think men hold on to heartbreak 
and women hold on to grudges? Or mm. do you think that men hold on to grudges and women hold on to heartbreak? That is a really good question, <laughs> actually. I wish I could take... I, w- I can't own it. I can't own it because mm-hmm. it is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, my cousin positioned that to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll shout her out. Uh, yeah, I'll be sure Instagram. My Ooh, cousin Alina, she, yes. uh, she mentioned that. And I'm really glad she did. She, I mean, very intelligent, mm-hmm. um, very articulate. And she positioned that, and it really kind of made me sit back and think because... You know, while some of them, some people could say that they're interchangeable because maybe heartbreak for women, you know, is is synonymous with grudges. You know, men don't necessarily hold grudges so much, but we may hold on to heartbreak. Right. You know? No, I think that's true. And I definitely think that, I think that all of it, the big umbrella is heartbreak and I think it manifests differently. Mm. So I feel like women... Hold on to that raw heartbreak, that feeling. And I feel like that feeling is with them for so long and that feeling makes them make decisions or not open up or not date or think all men are dogs or whatever that is. That's that feeling that they hold on to that makes them, that drives their decision, right? Mm -hmm. And I think for heartbreak, I feel like with men, they experience heartbreak in the sense of them sitting in that emotion, but quickly kind of like recovering from it. And that manifests in what you're going to do. You're going to go to the club. You're going to get on a social media app. And I'm not trying to generalize, but this is just me talking out loud that's here. Men, that's how men you gonna, deal. Right. You know? You're going to, you're not going to, you're going to sit in that emotion, even when you're not fully healed and hurt somebody else, mm-hmm. or you're going to just um, do the opposite which is maybe going you know on those dating apps going out with your boys or whatever that may be so I think it is different and grudges hold us back so much and it's so easy to hold on to a grudge and be stuck in that emotion where you're like no uh uh-uh like and I, I hold grudges do you think grudges or heartbreak is more damaging mm that's a good question Oh, what's more damaging? Mm, Is this cheating if I say both? Because if you hold on to a grudge, grudges drive your decisions. And they may hold you back from certain things or hold you back from loving someone they need to be loved or trusting people because you have a grudge against what your ex may have done. But if you don't, if men or people who have been heartbroken in that sense don't deal with that heartbreak, that's going to manifest anyway. You're going to not want to commit. You're, it's going to come out in you playing the field or you cheating or you not being able to communicate or it's just, it's never good to hold on to any emotion that makes you feel uneasy. It's just not, you can't sit in that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely do. Um, the reason I guess I asked because like as I was talking to her about it, like she um she kind of made some really good points yeah. just how men and women are socialized and and to do and act in the ways that they do as it pertains to um, heartbreak and or grudges you know based on like from a historical um, and 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 you know socialized socialized you know I guess perspective mm-hmm. but um like she mentioned like um, for example. Men are socialized to not be emotional, let alone emotionally responsible, accountable, or intelligent. Hmm. Um, men hold That's men true. hold because they're rarely they're really forced to entertain, handle, and heal, uh, move on, or sort through emotions. 
Uh, women That's are so, so true. You know, I, I agree. I totally, totally That's agree. That's so true. Um, she mentioned women are socialized to be caretakers and emotionally and physically supportive. Mm-hmm. Women hold on to grudges uh, because they're socialized to give while men are to take. Mm-hmm. And they pour out so much with little in return, and it usually leads to resentment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Beautifully said. I mean, it was just, it's very well, it's very, very, very well said. Um, And I had to sit back and kind of say that that's that's very true. And Mm. without going on the longest tangent of, of, of all, I mean, historically, men are not raised to be emotionally intelligent. We are not raised to be emotionally intelligent. One of my responses to her when she mentioned this, and I was like, wow, you make very valid points. Men are a product of the lack of their environment. Mm-hmm. You know, um, while a lot of people say, oh, we're a product of our environment as it pertains to men's emotional, e- you know, emotional quotient or EQ, have you, mm-hmm. we're the la- we are the product of the lack of our environment. A lot of our emotional, um, I guess, quotient that we have is really kind of just been based on what has been poured into us from our mothers. And if, if we if we've even gotten that. Mm-hmm. Because you have a lot of strong black mothers in homes that may have raised, you know, independent, strong black men or mm-hmm. independent black men. And they haven't necessarily raised them to be, you know, um, emotionally intelligent in that way. Mm-hmm. And without representation, it's very hard for us to kind of create some identity in that way. I don't know what it looks like to be a man and be emotionally responsible, be emotionally mm-hmm. sensitive, mm-hmm. to be emotionally understanding, to be mm-hmm. emotionally aware, mm-hmm. to be socially aware. Mm-hmm. When I don't have that, when I don't have someone there to show me what that looks like, mm-hmm. but still equally exude and, and represent some level of strength. Mm-hmm. Where am I supposed to come up with that? Like if it's not TV, because that's where most men have. You know? Right. In right. our in our era, we had we had those fathers who were not our real fathers, but they were the only father figures we had. Mm-hmm. I.e., Uncle Phil. Mm-hmm. I.e., you know, um, Doctor Huxtable. Doctor Huxtable. Mm-hmm. Those were who we had. Yeah. You know, but yeah. outside of that, it was like, what else do you have? But then, in the flip side, you figure historically, our women are taught to be understanding, are mm-hmm. taught to be and socialized I to be, something. you know, um, to be. Uh, to be accepting, you know. Okay, yes, you don't do placating. this. Placating. Mm-hmm. Placating. Mm-hmm. Placating. And I'm going to go all the way kind of left, sort of, kind of, but I know you saw this video about, a, I'm not going to mention the name, but a pastor. I, maybe you didn't see the video. So there was a pastor who, you know, admitted to cheating on his wife in front of the mm. congregation. You know what I'm talking about, B? I do. So, mm. right? That's so I want to hurt right. me, man, because I was uh, I, he had one more thread. Yeah, and but, that last thread got cut. But go ahead. <laughs> so, <laughs> need a little thread. That was good. I got it. But anyway, so you guys, for those who have not seen it, um, so there's a pastor who is a mega pastor, and he's actually pretty famous. And so he mentioned mm. in front of the congregation that he has not been the perfect husband, and that he has you know, step down on his marriage. Good for him for keeping it, for keeping it honest with his church. Fine. Great. Good job. You took accountability. Actually, I don't think people should get patted on the back. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. Um, so then his wife steps in and I had a really, I had a real issue with this because the wife, you guys is like, 
and I don't want to get on like on my spiritual soapbox either. But the wife said, "Oh, you know what? The devil did that. That and you know the mistress is like from the pits of hell. But her husband, it was the devil that made him do it. And I had a real problem with that because what that's that is the that is the epitome of what you were just saying. How many times do?" Women make excuses for their men's unacceptable freaking behavior. There is no way, and I'm not going to say ever, 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 because whatever. No, there's no way. There is no way. (laughs) Any human being is accountable for their individual actions. Right, and that really bothered me because as a leader, more specifically as a first lady, as a spiritual leader, I am really having a problem with you taking taking the expectation that your husband needs to be held accountable mm-hmm. and that was just very 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 upsetting to me because it doesn't send a good message and we need to hold each other accountable and what what I refuse to do I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to placate mm-hmm. and I'm going to call you on things that I feel are wrong and there are that's just not not right. It's it's not right. And what type of message does that send to the to your husband? Oh, it's okay, baby. The devil made you do it. I know. It's like it's just. I had some real struggle with that. So you know, it was even larger than that. It was. It, I looked at it and I thought of what kind of messages that sent to your congregation. Of course. And the reason I say that is because I know people who go to that church. Really. I know, and the people that I know were so excited to have him come I'm to sure. that church very because famous he came preacher. from a very larger church. Okay. Well, oh, he, yes. He came from a larger church. So when he was given the opportunity to become the, the senior <laughs> pastor of their church, when I tell you they were ecstatic, all I got was calls. You don't, you, you didn't hear this. So they could think about, you ain't hear who we got. Like, I can't wait. Like, just going to grow this church. And, and I'm like, you know, I'm at, at that point, I'm excited. I'm so thrilled. I'm like, oh, my God, like, y'all are about to grow, you mm-hmm. know, leaps and bounds because of who this man is. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's very, very, he's famous. He's he is famous. famous. He is famous. And when that happened, um, I, had, I had one one of my very, very close friends in particular who I really, my heart really has gone out to is because mm. she just went through that. Her She just went through that with her husband. And her mm. family and her their children, and and it it just it tore me apart, man. Because she was equal, she was one of the largest advocates of mm. him coming to that church, mm-hmm. and to hear that and to know where she's at, like I didn't even I didn't even know how I don't even have the words. Her. I haven't talked to her since. And that's, because I don't even know what to say. You don't know what to say. And, and that that be just goes back to what you were saying. How long are we going to deem it acceptable for men not to be held accountable with their emotions? It's 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 been. And again, I don't want to. I don't want to say just men. And honestly, I'm not saying that just to be politically correct. All of us do need to work through that. Mm. But I think that you're right. Men do have the expectation from societal norms, from upbringing, to withhold their emotions and be strong. Suck it up. You know what my biggest pet peeve is? Be. I was just saying this to one of my good friends. Like. Don't tell me that, like, I shouldn't cry. Like, don't let me sit in my emotion. Mm -hmm. Let me sit there. Let me feel it so I can understand why I'm feeling that way. And I don't Mm -hmm. think that we as a society allow people to do that. Right. And that's just, that's just the perpetual cycle of not communicating, not owning yourself, or not owning your stuff. Um, 
and just not being held accountable. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. Because it really just bottles. That's dangerous. It, it bottles up. It can be in a relationship. And it hurt. It damages you. It damages the person that you're in a relationship with. And if you don't really place attention into managing some of those emotions, all you're really doing is passing that down to your offspring. Right. And just, and I, you know, just guys really think about that. Like, how could you be in a successful relationship if you are unable to truly express your feelings? Mm-hmm. If you really think about how serious that is. Like and for, all your, that, for your significant other that is supposed to know you in ways that nobody else does. Right. But you can't express your feelings. Yes. And even just from a self standpoint, you're sitting with that. Yeah. You're sitting with that. And, and you don't even know subconsciously how that's coming out. Right. Like that's very, very toxic. And that's why we we're a proponent of therapy. Um, seriously, I'm not absolutely. even being like no. facetious. No, <laughs> like, we are absolutely. But I Talk mean, to it's, somebody. Yeah, I mean, literally, like it's not. It's for. It's literally for everybody. Um, so no, I, I think that you're right. Men are expected to. Man, we talked a while. Oh my goodness. Okay. But yeah. So. Um, that's a lot to think about i know that was awkward silence because we're looking at the timestamp, and we don't want to talk y'all to death but it's a lot to think about and um even for me like i feel like like i feel like we are emotionally intelligent but that does not mean well i'll speak for me i'll speak for me that doesn't mean i'm perfect like i still have my issues that i have to work through emotional intelligence doesn't mean that you're going to have a perfect seamless relationship it doesn't mean that it just means that you're able to communicate effectively and work towards things differently that's all that means so yeah so you know don't think that we like have it all together we don't we do not believe that we do not but we can try things differently when you have a different perspective so yeah that was good that's good well Until the next time. Until the next time, guys. We will talk to you soon.